0: Hello you, yes you, let's talk. Hey, how are you? Great to be here with you. I want to begin by paying respect to the First Nations people of this country and today specifically I want to pay respect to the late Yunupingu who passed away on the 3rd of April. Yunupingu was a Yongu elder and a leader of of the Gumach clan and he was a key player, a real pioneer in the land rights movement way back uh, in the 1970s and continued to uh, fight for land rights for Aboriginal people throughout his life, and his legacy is just huge. In more recent times, he was a real advocate for the Voice to Parliament. And when Anthony Albanese, the Prime Minister, made the announcement at the Gama Festival, uh, which actually uh, Unipingu was uh, founder of that festival along with his brother, um, when Al- Anthony Albanese made the announcement at the Gama Festival, about moving us towards a referendum for the voice to Parliament uh, unipingu asked him are you serious and albanese assured him that that he was serious about about doing this and so yeah here we are heading towards this referendum which we really all need to get on board with and um, I might we'll talk about this more, uh, in the future, but I hope that you're looking into it already. And, uh, if I could direct you to the website, yes, 23, uh, go and check that out. But yeah, so, um, much respect to Unapingu; May he rest in peace. So today I'm going to chat with you a little bit about what happens when your period goes rogue. So when, as you, if you listen to the last episode, I was recently in Nepal and I got quite sick while we were trekking. And as I track my cycle, I knew that my period was due to come not while I was in Nepal, but pretty much the day after I got home. Anyway, once we started trekking, I got really sick. It was quite full on and really, really taxing on my body. And then right towards the end of a trek, so the trek after I had been going for about five days feeling sick, uh, then I was like, oh, and surprise, here's my period. And, yeah, I remember coming back into the bedroom where I was staying with my sister and I was like, oh, new twist. It's not just vomiting and uh, diarrhea and nausea and all the other things. Now I've got my period too, in which I was not. Uh, expecting So much so that I hadn't taken anything with me. I didn't bring menstrual cup. I didn't bring any, I think I might've taken a couple of pads just in case. But anyway, so it was a surprise. My period arrived about nine days early which is pretty unusual for me. I every now and then will have a shorter cycle. Every now and then we'll have a longer cycle. But these days in general, my cycle is pretty consistent. So for it to arrive nine days early, it uh, was definitely a surprise and not something that I was particularly prepared or ready for. And it can kind of throw you off and i don't know if this is your experience how well you know your cycle how regular your cycle is it actually makes me think back to when i was a teenager every time my period was about to come the night before i started to bleed i would always without fail have a dream that i got my period to the point that i my period wasn't all wasn't completely consistent like it wasn't 20 eight days specifically, it would vary slightly, but I could rely on the fact that I would get that warning the night before because I would always dream that I had my period and then I would wake up and literally be like, okay, so I need to grab a tampon or whatever I needed to do to take to school. And then actually it's interesting to think back. I reckon that that stopped when I went on the pill. And then after coming off the pill years later, i never got that back. Which is a bummer because that was such a really beautiful kind of connectedness within my body, wasn't it? To, to literally have a dream that my period was coming each time that it was. But anyway, I don't know how reliable your cycle is or regular your cycle is if you have a cycle. Um, but maybe you can relate to that feeling of like, oh, hang on. This is not what I was expecting, period coming at a totally different time Or maybe you've had the experience of just your period going rogue in other ways. So not necessarily coming early or late, but perhaps having like a different color to the bleed or a different consistency of blood, or maybe having a really heavy period or a really light period that uh, was unusual for you or um, cramps that you don't normally get or some other kind of sensation in your body that isn't part of your usual period. And so, today, I just want to chat about, well, what do we do when our period goes rogue, (laughs) when our period or our cycle overall just does something different, what do we do with that? So, three things I want to suggest to you. First up is to receive it as information. So, the fact that your cycle is doing something different is information that you can learn from. Sometimes the, the menstrual cycle has been referred to as the fifth vital sign. So you probably know the vital signs. They are body temperature, uh, heart rate or pulse, the respiratory rate, rate of breathing, and also blood pressure. So they're kind of commonly accepted as vital signs. And then, yeah, there are people who speak about the menstrual cycle being the fifth vital sign and i really love that as a way of thinking about it that actually it's giving information just as much as if you check your blood pressure it can tell you something that is really useful to for you to know about your health and well-being and that you can receive and then respond to do something to support yourself based on that information same with the menstrual cycle so if your period does something different receive that as information it's your fifth vital sign it's telling you something and another description that I've heard for the menstrual cycle is that it's like the canary in the coal mine so often it can be something different happening in with your period or with your cycle overall can be like the first little clue about something else that's going on in your body so it's the the obvious sign and so it would be A bummer really to not notice and not pay attention and maybe and even just to kind of be like, oh my period came early or oh my period's heavy and just feel put out by that (laughs) potentially and not actually receive it as information, receive it as your body speaking to you. This is where, if you track your cycle regularly, it can be so so helpful because that way you know what your normal is. So, there is a big range in terms of what's considered normal uh, for a menstrual cycle and all the different aspects of a menstrual cycle. But what's really useful in tracking your own cycle is to get to know what is normal for you. So Might be that it's like, okay, my cycle is normally 29 days, but this one was 22 days. Hmm. Whereas somebody else might regularly have a 22 day cycle, and so therefore another 22 day cycle isn't going to particularly uh, raise an eyebrow or draw any attention. Or if you know the roughly how heavy your period is on the first few days of your cycle, then you can notice if something is different. Whereas if you're not paying attention and tracking your cycle yourself, so getting super familiar with your normal, then it's going to be hard for you to even recognize when there's something different. So I love that idea of just being like, hmm, okay, my body is speaking to me. And for me, it goes to that underlying belief that your body is smart and wise, that your body actually really knows something. So again, rather than just kind of plowing on through, actually trusting my body knows something and this is how it's speaking to me. For me, I know I have had times when my period has been later than usual and often because I do track my cycle and I keep note of what's going on day to day and I know that for me around about day 2021, 20, I quite commonly have uh, some cramps and then if I notice that I don't have those cramps. I don't always have them, and so it might be that I just don't don't get them at all. But sometimes I've noticed I've had the cramps more like around day 25, 26 of my cycle, and then my period has ended up coming later as well. And so I would guess that maybe I ovulated later in that cycle and so it lengthened the whole thing out. But it's cool to be able to kind of piece it all together, like to join the dots and for me to go, huh, actually, I could kind of see that coming. If I see that these expressions in my body, these signs, or you might call them symptoms, are usually on these couple of days within a, like day 2021. 20, and now they're like just that few days later, then it would be not unreasonable to assume that my period will also come later. Sometimes I put it together like that. Sometimes it's in retrospect that actually when my period comes later, I go, oh, yeah, that's right. I had those cramps just a little bit later than usual as well. So it's all part of getting to know yourself. And that is a constantly evolving and growing thing. It's a living relationship that we're having with our bodies, not just a static thing. Often with a short cycle, um, when I have had it, I could attribute it to something going on in my life. So it might be that it's been a particularly stressful time. It could be that I've been travelling. It might be, uh, I know for me, I had a shorter cycle when I had the um, vaccine for COVID. And I also had a shorter cycle when I had COVID. (laughs) So just different things going on in your body can make a difference to your cycle. And uh, certainly high level of stress or sickness can also uh, cause a shorter cycle. And basically, if we think of it really simply from like a procreation point of view, it's basically like biologically your body just going, you know what, now is not the time to get pregnant. This is not the cycle to be doing that. And so, essentially. It's just like hurrying it all along. (laughs) Like let's, let's not make that a possibility this month. And, And which makes sense. And again, speaks to the wisdom of our bodies, but as information for us, it can be like, okay, well, what's actually going on in my life here? And particularly if it relates to stress or lifestyle, it's like, okay, wow like the way that I'm living is potentially having an impact on my cycle and uh, the health of my menstrual cycle. And so I really want to look at that. And certainly that goes to uh, when due to lifestyle factors of high level of stress or not nourishing your body or even like high levels of exercise, that people will lose their cycle altogether. So when they previously had a cycle and then due to some of those lifestyle factors that the period just goes missing completely, then that again is just absolutely information that we can kind of ignore at our peril really and can be really powerful if we will listen, pay attention and and maybe make some adjustments in our lifestyle just to see, um, yeah, see the impact that that has. So That's number one. Receive it as information. If your period or your cycle does something different than usual, don't just ignore it. Receive it as information. Get curious about it. Next one is to observe it for a couple of months. So it might be that you just have one month or one cycle that is just different. You get a really heavy period and then it just goes back to your normal. Or, like in my case, had a short cycle and then the next cycle was back to my normal. So that's cool. But it might be that over a couple of months, you notice, hang on, this is a continuing pattern. So maybe if my cycles were usually 29 days and now they've gone to 20 days and they're staying like that for a few months, then that would be something to investigate further. And it might be something to investigate with a uh, health professional. So you might see a GP if you've got a great one. You might go to a naturopath. Uh, you might even just start to explore it a little bit, uh, even just reading up on, on different things around cycles. So I'm certainly not going to give you medical advice because I am absolutely not trained to do that. But it might be, yeah, that you like, okay, after a couple of months – two or three months, it's like, okay, there's not just an anomaly. I can't just put that necessarily down to, oh, I had a stressful month that month. It might be that there's something more to investigate. There's a really great book uh, called The Period Repair Manual by Lara Bryden. I think I've talked about her before because I'm a bit of a fan. Um, yeah, and that's a really awesome because it, you can look at all got like different sections of the book talk about different things that might be uh, showing up in your cycle and – she talks about what could be going on there. And so that could give you initial clues. So you might want to do a little bit of investigation yourself, but as I said before, it can also be amazing if you've got a really great health practitioner to support you through investigating further. So that's the second one. Observe for two or three months and then maybe invite some some help, some support. To, to dive further into it, to really uh, understand what's going on in your body. And then the third one is really going back to you tracking your cycle. And it's to honour your body and your cycle in the present moment. If you practise cycle alignment in the sense that you've tracked your period, tracked your cycle for a while now to the point that you can... To some extent, predict what your cycle is going to do and then plan your life around it, which is what I do. Then, when something is different, it can be a bit like, oh, hang on, I wasn't planning for this. So, for instance, I was trekking in Nepal and was not planning on bleeding (laughs) while that happened. And I had in my mind, okay, when I get home, I'll probably get my period the next day and so I need to make sure that I'm doing this and this to make sure that I'm resting at that time and blah, 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 all the things that I like to do to support myself in my cycle. And But then suddenly I'm bleeding like nine days early and it can kind of throw me off. But for me, I go back to when I first started getting into this menstrual cycle alignment or just menstrual cycle curiosity, really starting to get to know my cycle. For me, it was really, really powerful and really, really beautiful because it actually felt like it was calling me into an intimate loving relationship with my body where prior to that, I had been in a bit of a state of feeling quite disconnected from my body and feeling a bit like my body wasn't really playing along. It wasn't doing the things that I knew it used to do and that I expected it to do. And it really put me kind of at odds with my body. And that's really jarring. And it was so beautiful for me to move into a way of being that was actually about being curious and loving, and interested in what my body was doing. So whatever was going on with my menstrual cycle, it was like, oh my gosh, what's it saying to me? And there was this beautiful kind of dancing element to it. It's like, oh, okay, this is what my cycle is doing. Okay, how can I support that? And it was this real, almost felt like this sort of reciprocity of of love and information f- with my thinking mind and, and my body. And so It would be a real bummer to now, because I've tracked it for long enough, to turn that into a really rigid way of being and to be mad at my body and at odds with my body if it didn't do the things that have become familiar or expected in my body. So if you find that your period goes rogue on you, your your cycle does something different, please Honour your body and listen to her in this moment. If you think about it as like an intimate relationship, imagine other intimate relationships that you have in your life. They don't just work like clockwork. And when things are different than usual, you respond. And there's this engagement and connection that happens in those times. So, for example, maybe a loved one, surprises you by showing up with a bunch of flowers and it's like okay wow that's lovely and you roll with that or maybe there's a moment when someone that you love needs you they need something from you and so you drop other things and you give attention to this person that you love because you're responding in the moment and a relationship is not one that you just kind of steamroll through expecting it to just be same 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 with no change ever so just like that with our bodies when your cycle does something different be open to it and see what you can do to honor it in the moment. So for me when my period came early while I was trekking it was tricky because it wasn't really a time that I could fully stop and rest. Um I we had we had to you know get Back to get on flights and all of these kinds of things, but as much as I could, it's it was about going. Okay, so my body is telling me something. Um, For me, it was felt pretty clear that it was just (laughs) like responding to the the sickness that I had been going through, and so it was like, okay, well, what can I do to? Respond to what my body's saying now, and how can I nurture my body in the way that I can? And then I often find this as well if I have an, an unusual cycle, and particularly if it's short, um, although actually, now that I think about it, also if it's long. <laughs> um, I'll often find that other phases of the cycle feel a bit different too. So where it's pretty normal for me in my follicular phase, that week or so following my period, to feel real rising energy uh, and to feel quite optimistic and positive, I sometimes will find when my cycle has been different length, if it's been shorter or longer, I'll find my energy not quite as high during my follicular phase. And I also will sometimes find that it just feels a bit off In general, like it just feels different than usual. And one of the things that I do notice is that sometimes I feel almost like a little bit PMS y during my follicular phase. I'm not really sure quite how to explain that in terms of what's going on hormonally, um, but it's just something that I have observed in myself. And so I will just honor my body as best I can, uh, responding in the moment. So rather than going, oh, hang on. I'm meant to be high energy in this time. I'm just going to keep on pushing. It would be like, okay, well, if I'm not high energy, then I'm not high energy, and so how can I support myself in this moment? And maybe it's just, you know, gently doing something. Maybe it's taking more rest. Maybe it's making sure that I get plenty of sleep to enable myself to um, feel more energized. Whatever it might be. But so. I hope that those three tips are helpful for you if you ever experience your cycle going a little rogue on you, doing some different things. So just a little recap to remind you. First one is receive it as information. Whatever it is that your cycle is doing that's different, it's interesting. Receive it as information. Glean whatever learning that you can from it. My next tip would be to observe it over two or three months. And if you find that the change is persistent after the two or three months, then maybe you want to get some support around that. So perhaps going to GP or a naturopath. And then thirdly is to honor your body in real time. So to work with your cycle, not just as you've come to know it and not in a way that is rigid and imposed, but in a way that is alive and like a dance in real time. So I hope those are some helpful tips for you. As always, I would love to hear what they mean to you and any experiences that you might have had with your cycle doing different things on you, any learnings that you might have have gleaned from those experiences. So wishing you all the best and sending you lots of love and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye.